Hey everyone, you're listening to Five Years Time with your host, Grace Black. Hi everyone, welcome back to Five Years Time Podcast with your host, Grace. I'm so excited that you've joined us if this is your first time coming. Welcome, welcome. I'm so happy you're here. If you're a returned listener, you are my love, my favorite, and I value you all so much. I am so excited to have any newbies join the family. Anywho, today is our 101 episode episode number 101, what the hedgehogs? So this past week's Sunday Reset was technically our 100th episode, but I really wanted to make sure that we had a celebration. So we are celebrating 101 and this is just unbelievable. And this has been the best and most steady journey of my growth. And um, I mean, honestly, it's been like one of the most steady things that's been in my life for the past Uh, year and a half. How long have we been doing this? Yeah, about a year and a half. So just wild. And I cannot wait to celebrate. So how we will be celebrating is I'm going to share the highs and the lows of podcasting by informing you of how to start a podcast or how I went about starting a podcast and how I um, run and upload and record this podcast. I get this question asked all the time how did you start a podcast? Oh, that's so cool. I would love to do that. I don't think I can. Um, does it take a lot of time? Blah, blah. So many questions, right? So I'm going to debunk a bunch of those questions and just let you know how I came about deciding um, and how I do actually operate my podcast and run it and record it and upload in all of those important details. So today is a jam-packed info session. If you are interested in podcasting, the behind the scenes, the nitty gritty, stick along for the ride. But before we jump into that, let's just do a little recap of my past week. So this past week, we actually went away for the weekend. We went to Collingwood, um, to a Blue Mountain and we had a wedding and so that was with Trevor's side of the family and it was lovely. That was our first time getting to see everyone since prior to all of, you know, this the past two years. And uh yeah, it was just so nice. It was really, really hot. Honestly, I have to be honest, the heat took it out of me. Um but other than that, it was lovely and it was nice to get dressed up and I got to have a beaver tail. We went to this nice brunch spot and the drive is always beautiful going to Collingwood. It's just like country, rolling hills, um, cattle and horses and sheep and all that beautiful stuff. So it was just a really lovely time to be away. And then my mom was here taking care of Rose, so she was enjoying the house and they went to the beach and they had a great time. So everything was lovely and yeah, we just had a great weekend. And then this week, actually, Rosie is on summer vacation. So I'm spending time with her and we are just hanging out, having fun. And honestly, it is so summer vibes out there. Also, I just saw a blue jay fly past. It was very angelic and beautiful. Um, but today we went to African Lions, not African Lions Safari. I just lied. We went to the Niagara Safari, Fort Erie Safari. Which one is that called? Anyways, the zoo that's in Niagara. And it was so fun. We got seasons passes. So it's just nice to be able to pick up and go. And I love how relaxed it is there. They have so much kids entertainment, like so many playgrounds, 
bouncy things. They have this like high ropes, low ropes course. Um, they have the little tram that takes you around and sees the animals. It honestly is just such a relaxing visit of a zoo in comparison to, I have been to African Lion Safari, which I haven't done the whole thing. I've only gone with summer camps and we've never had enough time to like get everything done. Um, but definitely in comparison to uh, Toronto Zoo. Toronto Zoo is next level. It's like an adventure in itself. You could never do that whole thing in a day. And also you're just like exhausted and it's so busy. So it's totally, I think it's totally worth it if you have kids that love to just like play and participate because there's so much stuff to play and participate in that is all covered in the cost of the admission itself. So nothing is like an additional cost, except for there is a feeding the budgies, I believe that is an additional cost. Anywho, but we went into that today. So that was a lovely pre-nap situation. Now she's sleeping. So I'm recording the podcast. And then this afternoon, I think we're going to play in the pool. Hopefully she wants to do that because I haven't been in the pool for a few days now since we were away. And I just feel like I need to get in there, eh? Um, But yeah, what else have I been up to? Honestly, not too much. I'm going to a winery tomorrow, which is so exciting, and uh, doing a little summer sip series situation. They invited me to come, so I can't wait to try that out. So this week is very much a combination of relaxing, family time, just like summer vibes, and I love that. So that's what I've been up to. Let me know what you've been up to. You can DM me on Instagram at five years time podcast. Follow me over at TikTok um, and send me a comment on five years time podcast on TikTok. And we always have our email at fytpodcast at gmail.com where you can send me whatever you want. Seriously, I love the conversations that come. Uh, okay. So let's jump into our celebration, which I guess follows under This Week I Learned, but it's more about with this podcast, I have learned. With this podcast, I have learned how to podcast, and I'm here to shed that knowledge with you. This is exactly how I do it. I'm going to tell you what programs I use to upload and edit and what I use to host my website or host my podcast and then um, just give you a little bit of tips and tricks that I have um, and also just share some of the the journey with you, the behind the scenes and what it's actually like when you start a podcast. Because at the beginning of this year in January, when I took on the podcast for my own, I joined a group of really amazing young women on um, Instagram that had all just recently started podcasts. And it was a really fun thing to be a part of because I was getting to hear a lot of their highs and their lows. And I had already been podcasting for a year prior. So I knew I'd been there before. So I was able to shed um, light and let them know, like, don't worry, keep going. It's about consistency. It's not about the listens. And at the beginning, it's nice to have the freedom of not having that many listens because you really get to fine tune your craft and discover what works for you and what doesn't work for you and what schedule is best for you. Anyways, they kind of opened my eyes to a world of podcasters, new podcasters who were joining in community. And because when I started, I didn't know any other podcasters. I, um, 
was really in it by myself. Obviously, me and my sister-in-law, Lauren, did it together. But, like, both of us didn't know any other podcasters. Or if we did, we didn't um, we didn't talk to them about the podcasting relationship, how to do it, how to start, how you, where you feel high and low and like what the, what the journey feels like. Like, I feel like there's not, maybe there is, and I'm not looking for it, but I feel like there isn't that much of like that real side of what podcasting is like when you start it in the emotional sense. Okay. So I'm going to share that too. Anyways, I just want to start with, I think I have like maybe seven tips, less than 10. (laughs) So number one of starting a podcast is a want to. If you want to do it, that's why you're going to start it, okay? So you got to come up with why why do you want to do it? What's Think about the reasons why you want to start a podcast. What would the topics or the themes be? Is there a certain thing you want to talk about or teach? Do you have a business and you can share more about your business using a podcasting platform? Because it is a social platform that can create community and connection. And I think that's a vital part of marketing and business if that's something you choose. For myself, I wanted to really create connection through conversation. I felt like I was feeling very isolated and I felt like other people probably felt similar to how I was feeling and I wanted to share that authentically and open in what I felt was a safe environment. And so that's why I wanted to do it was creating community for for myself and for people who were like-minded. Now, if you want to use that towards a business, I think that is beautiful because you can really pivot whatever your business is. Like if you have a fitness business, you could really bring on experts to share things or whatever. Anyways, I'm not here to give you ideas because like there's literally you could podcast about whatever you want. And like the 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 horizon is out there and there are so many options. Um, people haven't even started podcasting about yet. And podcasting is still a very new form of social media. And so I think it is a beautiful time to start because it's just growing from here and it's nothing like catching a wave, right? So get in and start doing it. And I bet you there are so many people out there who want to hear about what you have to say. And that being said, also, I know so many people who do not listen to podcasts yet, but within this past um, year and a half of me doing this, so many more people have started listening to podcasts. Like I feel like I have had so many conversations with people being like, oh yeah, I just started listening to this podcast. And it's like a, it's like a domino effect. Once you listen to one podcast and someone hooks you on another one, and then it's like, you just want to find more and more and more and more and more because there is this craving for conversation and something beyond music. I love music, but there's something beautiful about spoken word and learning while doing other things where we come from this world of multitasking, right? So there's something really beautiful about being able to go on a walk and listen, feel like you're part of an engaging community or doing your tasks at home or working and being able to do that as well. All of that stuff. So I think that podcasting is just at its beginning. It is going to only grow from here. And so why not just start? The only, if you feel like you you don't know what you want to talk about, um, just think about if you want to do something more lifestyle, what is, what are, what is you, you are your brand. What do you like doing? Do you like doing art and do you like doing beauty and do you like cooking and do you like, I don't know if you like all of those things, podcast about all of them. Like you are your brand and people want to create and engage, um, 
this uh, create a connection and engage with an entire person. I feel like there was a time where it was like, okay, I have to have an account for this and an account for this and an account. And you have three different accounts, like, because people only want to know about fashion or people, but as a human being, I am so complex and so are all these other human beings. So I think there's more layers um, of quality content that you can offer go for it. And if you think like, oh, there's already so many lifestyle podcasts or there's already so many this or so many sports podcasts or so many bachelor podcasts or whatever, like there are so many more people than there are podcasts. So just know that you may think it's saturated, but that's probably just because that's your interest. So in your field of interest, you're only listening to like for myself, I love a lifestyle podcast. So I listen to so many lifestyle podcasts my husband, he listens to no lifestyle podcast. So he doesn't even know about any of that stuff. So if I upload an episode, he's like, oh wow, that was really fascinating. I've never heard anything like that before. And it's like, really? Like that's all I ever hear. But it's like, you have to realize that people, it seems saturated to you because that's your interest. But there's so many more people in this world who have not even discovered podcasts yet or just beginning to discover podcasts who will have similar interests to you and want to connect with you if they if they feel the vibe is right. And I think that's what it's all about, feeling what the vibe is right. So the first one is a want to start a podcast and creating what your topics and themes of your podcast will be. So that's the first thing. And I, I would take some time. I knew I wanted to create a podcast for so many years. And I had so many different ideas and then I finally was like, I'm just going to jump and I'm just going to do it and it's going to be about creating connection and conversation and just lifestyle and growth and I'm so happy that I chose that because it's something that can really age with me and grow with me. I don't feel um, stuck to one genre. I'm not saying that there's negative to that, but I just mean it was the right decision for me. Um, but like choose what you want to do. Okay. Next up, let me take a sip of water. This is like a very educational class today. Hmm. Okay. Number two, research different podcast hosting sites. Okay. So this was like a really, um, overwhelming thing for me. There are so many sites to host a podcast. So I guess if you, if you don't really don't know anything about creating a podcast, which I didn't know at all is that your podcast actually has to be uploaded to something. So you record an episode and then you have to upload that file somewhere that will connect it to all of the different um, places that people can listen to podcasts like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, all of that stuff, right? So the podcasting site, the hosting site is the one where you upload it to and then you can send it out via whatever the way is. They're all different, right? So I originally was going to go with Anchor, which is a Spotify branded one, um, and it is free. And I think that's what the biggest, you could record in it. it. It had a lot of features all in it, like all in it at once, and it was free. But then I kind of like did a bit more research and I'm happy I didn't go with Anchor. I know a lot of people do use Anchor, but I'm happy I didn't because I, if I ever wanted to change, I I can't remember for sure what it was, but I wouldn't have been able to take all of my files and move them to another um, 
hosting site. Like I wouldn't have been able to take my podcast and all of the community that I created and move that somewhere else. So I would have just lost that um, over there. And like, you might be thinking like, why would you need to change? But you never know what's going to happen. You never know if the thing is, if you grow, you might want more features or more ability to add in advertisements or this or that or whatever, or more insights or et cetera. And Anchor may not have provided that. And Anchor definitely, I don't think they provided good insights um, or not, not that I don't think they would provide in-depth insights. Maybe they had a few, but not very in-depth. And I don't know if it was really easy to put it onto every single podcasting um, platform, like um, all of them, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, like all of them. There's so many of them, but I don't think it was really, it was super easy to do that. Like it was very Spotify based. Anyways, then I found Buzzsprout and Buzzsprout I've been with the whole time and I have just grown with them. And it is a subscription-based service. I think you can start for free with a couple of hours worth of content a month. But then the but then it, it costs me no more than $10 to $20. No more than $20 a month. It depends. If I have a heavy, um, a heavy content month, like if I'm recording longer episodes, then the hours may cost more. Like I might go over my hours, but then they have a really great um month to month billing situation where like if one month you're going to put up eight hours of content, it's going to cost you, let's say $20 where the next month you're only going to put up four hours of content, then you can drop down to the $12 plan. And then there's like, you can either do pay as you go, or you can jump up a plan and you can change it every single month. So it's super flexible and there's really no like strings attached. It, it is so simple to use and it is creates a really beautiful website for you that you can either um, create your own URL for which you would have Buzzsprout in like personalize it or you can buy a domain which is what I did and you can just buy a domain anywhere like on domains.com or whatever um, WordPress you can buy domains anywhere and they cost not that much I think mine cost like five dollars and it just gives you that website name and I was able to link my Buzzsprout website to that. So now my podcasting website is five years time podcast dot ca. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Let me look it up. No dot com. Five years time podcast dot com. Wow, I should know what my podcasting website is. It's dot com. And um, so I paid five dollars for the domain name, and then I was able to link that to my uh, the Buzzsprout website itself that it creates for you, and it's this really beautiful place where. You, it has all your episodes that you can listen um, there on that site. It gives you your description. And then it also links to all the podcasting platforms. So Spotify, Overcast, Stitcher, Castro, Podchaser, Deezer, Castwalks, Podcast Attic, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and so many more. I don't even know. I'm, like I don't use any of those. Um, and the advantage of that is that it all you have to do at the beginning, like when you first set it up, yes, it's a little bit of work. You have to um, go through each of those platforms and like fill out whatever it needs filled out. It's not too much work. It's just like a little bit of admin stuff. So you might have to link a few things or whatever. It's super simple. They give you like instructions, um, on how to do it. It's really, really easy. It's just a little bit time, um, time burden, the time burden. I don't know, but it does take a little bit of time but it's really easy. It's not something to be scared of. And once you do that, you don't even have to worry about it anymore. Every single time you upload an episode, it uploads to all of those sites. So 
you only have to do one. You do all that work at the beginning. It's not even that much. And then every single time you upload an episode, all you have to do is upload it to Buzzsprout and make it go live and it gets sent out to everywhere. So it's really makes it easy. And then it gives you amazing, Buzzsprout gives you really great insights. Um, you're able to, you're able to see who's listening, like females, males, where they're listening to, how many listens per episode, how many listens per week. Um, I'm just pulling it up so I can like see all the um, stats. Oops, sorry. I'm running out of breath and getting too invested into this, but you can, you can see how many, you can see your growth. Like it gives nice graphics and charts. You can do like last seven days, 30 days, 90 days, all time. Um, which are the top apps that people use to listen? Uh, what are your top episodes that people have listened to? And then it has a podcast predictor, how many, it predicts how many listens your next episode will receive. And then you can actually go in to all the stats from the providers themselves through the Buzzsprout um, stats like page. So um, you can go into like Apple Podcasts and see what's happening, Spotify, Google Manager, whatever, and see all the stats that those sites themselves provide to you. And so these stats are really great um, for yourself personally. So you can see what your growth is if you want to do metric-based growing. And then also it's really great for when you establish yourself more and you want to start monetizing, then you can really share these stats and create um, impactful connections with brands by creating like a little one page review of like, hey, this is my podcast and this is how many listens I get. This is who my audience is, what my reach is, um, how many view or listens I get in a 30 day period, whatever. And you can give them all those stats. And so then they can um, better decide if you're like the right fit for their brand to monetize with you. And so that's how advertising works. And to be um, a disclaimer here to be open. Obviously, you guys know that I don't have any advertising on my podcast. Um, and I have not gone that route yet because I really think it's important to, um, for myself is to, I'm, I'm getting close because I just want to make sure that I fully know who my audience is and what I am, hmm, not what I'm doing, but like, what I'm wanting to have here. This is a really safe space and I'm not just open up to whoever, whatever to come and be in advertising. But then also that being said, um, in honesty, like you need a certain amount of views to for um, or listens for um, advertisers to be interested. And we haven't got there till recently and we're just getting there. And I'm happy that it's been this slow burn because I've been able to really, really um, make these connections, create these authentic relationships, and then also gather such a good understanding of what I would want to ever advertise here. So that's just a little side note there, but I will never, if I do start advertising, I will never be pushing anything that I don't believe in or um, that I don't honestly think is worth time, money, whatever. I promise that always. Sorry, I need to take a sip of water. But anyway, so those are those are the pros of Buzzsprout is that it posts everywhere. It has a great interface. The uploading structure is so easy. You put all your information in there and it like it has little boxes. So you put your title, information. You can 
put seasons, you can add tags. There's like a whole bunch of different stuff. Um, oh, and then another really great thing is you can replace the audio and you won't lose out on listens. So let's say you did have a relationship with a, with a advertiser and then maybe it turned sour or it was contractual to a certain time or I don't know, something, but you didn't want that episode with the ad in it anymore. This is just an example of an ad-based one, but it could be even like you revise something and you don't want that same episode to have that one thing in it because it was incorrect information. You can re-upload the audio file and it won't affect any of the listens you've already had. Those will stay in your statistics and then the new audio will just play instead of the old one. So that's a really fun feature. Um, but yeah, so that that's what I use is Buzzsprout and I have had no problem with it and I really love it and I think it's worth the investment of the 10 to $20 a month um, to have all of that stuff included. Um, oh, also if I ever want it to move to a different um, – a different platform because Buzzsprout wasn't working for me anymore, hosting site, then I could um, I could house all of these here and pay either a, a monthly storage or I could move over. It, like I wouldn't lose the files forever. Okay, next. Number three, name. So you've decided you want to come up with your topic, your themes. You've done the research on where you're going to house your podcast, how you're going to do it. And next you need to come up with a name. And so I found coming up with a name like one of the harder things. And the best tip I have is to decide on a name. Don't get stuck with one name if you haven't done any research. You need to go on all the podcasting apps, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and look up all the different, like all the different name ideas you have and see if there's a podcast already with that name. Also go to social channels and check for the handle, like what handles would you want to use and make sure that that's all available. Domains, see if there's a a domain available, if that's something you want for a website. Do all of that work first before you really get set on a name and just know that like be a little flexible. And ultimately, I don't, I think a name, I think a name doesn't define the podcast. I think the podcast defines the name. I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain that any better, but I think that like once you find a name that you feel like, okay, that's good, your podcast will eventually define that name and people will know it for you and not for the name. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just want to say, do that research first. And this is like a random side note, but I started Five Years Time Podcast in December 2020. And then like a month later, someone else started a Five Years Time Podcast. <laughs> I whispered that because they still exist out there. And I just think it's, except for they say theirs with a five. So ours is, I spell mine F-I-V-E and they put the actual number sign five. And I know it started after mine um, because... I wasn't there before I started it because I did all this research, but then it just like, it kind of annoyed me for a while and it made me feel like, should I change my name? Should I change my name? But then I was like, no, I am not going to change my name because it, I have grown an audience and I have created these relationships and I'm just going to run with mine. We are a little, like our podcasts themselves are different, but I just find that funny. Anyways, so on that note, I just want to say that you can do all this research and try to be as individual as possible, but Literally, there's so many people out there that might have similar ideas to you and create a podcast with the same name or a similar name. And all you can do is just roll with it. Okay. So next up is for equipment. So I have listened to so many podcasts where people I 
tell you are just talking into their like iPhone headphones or iPod headphones or whatever, headphones that have a microphone attached to them. And I mean, that's better than nothing. There's some people, there's some podcasts where it just sounds like they're talking to like their computer or whatever without a head or without a microphone. But the one thing I can recommend to you is please just get a microphone, whatever microphone possible. If you like an actual microphone, like if you can only use your headphone microphone, that's what I do for guests. Like if I have guests on the pod and they only have the headphone microphone, I want them to at least have that as a minimum as opposed to talking to your computer because it's too echoey and it's just distracting. Distracting. It is so distracting bad audio. Like even like we all have bad audio days, but like that one thing, like just not having that clear speech, that is the hardest thing for me when listening to a podcast. And I have clicked onto so many podcasts where I'm so interested in the topic, but I can't stick through it because of the audio. So the one tip I have for you um, with equipment is just get a mic, please. Honestly, you can get not very expensive microphones, like under 50 bucks, lots of different options. Um, I use a Steinberg. I don't know. How, oh, sorry, I'm yawning. I don't know how much that costs. Um, because thankfully my husband was already using a microphone. I don't know why he used this. He used it for gaming, but I don't know if this was just for gaming or if he was like recording things on it in his past life. But he's had this for a long time. And by his past life, I mean life before marrying me. And now I have adopted it as my podcasting mic. He still uses it for gaming, so we share it. But it's really great because it has the mic box where you can control all the input sounds, output sounds, and all of that stuff. And it just plugs into my computer via USB. And um, yeah, so I enjoy this one. If you do want to do a Steinberg, it works great. Um, The one downfall of this is that it kind of is awkward, the mic stand that I have. And I used to have another mic stand, but it broke. I do have an arm mic stand, but I don't have a permanent place where I podcast that has a table. So that's coming to another part. But anyways, just I think a stand is better than having to hold your mic. But then sometimes I feel like maybe if you're recording in bed, which I think was a very lovely place to record a podcast because it's like quiet and soft sounding, um, then that's like a nice option is to hold a pod, uh, hold a mic. So it's all personal preference. And then the other thing is headphones. You need to wear headphones mainly for when you are um, having guests and stuff like that so that you don't have the balancing audios, but then also just for yourself. So you can, I think it's important so you can hear yourself speak back if you're just recording yourself and any headphones are good. Um, These ones are audio technica. I think that's what they're called. I'm not sure. But again, these are from my husband. They're like so tattered, but they still do the job. And this is the setup that I have. So if you already have stuff like use what you already have. You don't need brand new things. Um, but if you don't have anything, then you definitely need um, a microphone, please. And thank you. <laughs> it's the, I promise you, there's no nothing worse than creating all this amazing content and then not recording it clearly. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So for my computer, I just use MacBook Air. This is my very old MacBook Air. I mean, it's not very, very old, but I think it's like six years old. I got it for when I went back to school. And it does the trick. And then um, for my actual recording, where I record my audio is I use a program called Zencaster. And friends, Zencaster is the most amazing program. I've tried so many different ones because as you know, if you, or if maybe you don't know, when we started this podcast, it was me and my sister and we were recording virtually. 
And we tried so many different ways of recording virtually. And this has been the best. And as soon as we started including guests on the podcast, this was a game changer. And it's free. It's free, friends. So it's called Zencaster. And it's basically like the Skype of podcasting world, but you can set up recordings and set send invitations. And I think under the free one, you can have like up to eight people, which like, I don't know why you'd have eight people on a podcast at once, but it will work for you. Okay. And you can record the video, you can record the audio and you can record the video and the audio together. Um, so you can decide, you can, oh, sorry, my alarm's going off. That's my pickup Rosie alarm, but she is home napping right now. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, yeah, so you can record um, everything in Zencaster. You send out the invitation um, to your to anyone. So if you're having guests on, you can send it. If you have a host that you are recording with virtually, you can send it to them. And there's a chat. There's footnotes. You can do multiple recordings. So you can pause it. You can stop it. You can start it. You can have lots of different things going on. And um, it works really, really beautifully. And I've had no problems with it at all. The only thing I recommend is when you're sending the invite, give the link. Don't send an invite using their email because sometimes it sends a weird invite. But if you send them the actual link to the to the recording, that is perfect. And another great thing is it houses all of your recordings on the website or the server. I'm not sure what it's called. But like so if I record on this computer, but then I want to edit on another computer, I just have to log into my Zencaster account and all my recordings are there and they're always there. Like you can always get them. So like my very first recording on Zencaster is still there and I can get the original audio from it. So that's a really fun feature. And honestly, I love it so much. So Zencaster is what I used to record. And then what I used to edit is Audacity. Um, my husband edits our podcast and he was using Audacity, but for some reason, I feel like he might be using something else now. But if not, I think it's Audacity. Like, I think that's what he's still using. And you can do everything in Audacity and it's free as well. So that is really great. Um. Okay. Oh, yeah. And then a space. I kind of touched on this, but like you need to decide where you want to record your podcast. Somewhere that's not too echoey. Cl- closets are really great. If you have a closet big enough to like sit in, it doesn't have to be like that big of a closet, just enough room for you to have a computer and a microphone or in your bed or um, a quiet bedroom, somewhere where people aren't talking or around you. You just need somewhere that's quiet. And like you might have to play around with your spaces, do a little few test records and then listen back to the audio and decide what audio sounds the most delicious. You know what I mean? <laughs> Um, okay, on to number five, create a posting structure that works for you. So be really, really honest with yourself when doing this. What is something that you can consistently post for? So for me, we started with once a week on Wednesdays and that was great. And then when I started in January, I decided to add in another week. So I'd already been podcasting for a full year before I added in that second day, which is now Sunday Reset. And it's not even a full episode. You know what I mean? It's just a little short tidbit that I put up on Sundays. And so that works for me and I can consistently post those two uploads. But if you don't think you can consistently post once a week, don't. Do every other week. Do bi-weekly. Do once a month. Or you could also do, I know podcasts that do like full season drops. So if you're telling a story or if you are doing a teaching, like a full teaching lesson, each podcast is like part A of the lesson, part B of the lesson. You know what I mean? And you can drop those all at once. And then that's um, 
that's another way you can do it. So you could work for however many months recording at your own pace, doing whatever, and then getting them all ready for a big launch at one time. And then people can binge listen or listen as they please. You know what I mean? So just choose whatever you think is going to work for you and know that honestly, podcasting itself does not take that much time. Like depending your, your, the length of your episode is how long it takes you to record it. But the editing, um, does like doesn't take very long either as unless you're adding in like all this funky fresh stuff like sound effects and whatever like maybe it'll take longer but like that part doesn't take that long but the writing of captions and the all the behind the stuff like I feel like the admin stuff takes a long time the promotion the social media all of that stuff so just really think to yourself what is something you can do consistently because that's the most important part and know that consistency in this situation is going to be you rooting for you because I'm going to tell you, podcasts take a long time to grow. <laughs> this is what I've learned. And I don't know, I don't know for everyone, but again, I joined that podcasting um, community back in January and it was full of all these amazing people who were feeling really down on themselves for not getting, um, for sometimes getting no views or one view or two view or two, one listener, two listens. And I have been there and that is how it is. And for all of those episodes that you only got a couple or a handful of, they second they will first of all they'll grow later on. Like as you gain more listeners, people will go back and listen to your old episodes, and then also like it's just helping you hone in on your craft. Like don't be afraid of no listens. It's important for you to have that consistency, not only for your audience so that they know when you upload and what they can expect from you, but also for yourself because. This is a learning lesson. I feel like podcasting is new for pretty much everyone. And so the more you do it, the more you're going to hammer out those kinks or figure out what works best for you or how long an episode is or when do you actually like recording? Do you like recording in the morning, at night, whatever? Where do you actually like recording? All of that stuff you're going to figure out along the way. And so don't be afraid of low listens because consistency is key. Okay, next. Sorry, I just needed to clear my throat. Um... Six, create your brand look and artwork. So what do you want the vibe of your podcast to be? I think this is the fun thing. It's also like scary because I feel like you think you have to like what you decide is what you have to have forever. And I don't like, I think you do have to have it for a while, but I think once you do gain more of a following and um, grow, like you can rebrand yourself or create new artwork or whatever but decide what you want your artwork to be play around with different fonts how can you make your logo do you want your name to be like um like we have five years time podcast but our logo is fyt pod so do you want it to be an acronym or do you want it to be uh your full name do you want your name on it the host name on it do you want a picture of yourself do you want a graphic of something or a picture of nature like what are you talking about what do you want your art to look like so create that brand look and create that artwork because that is going to be like the picture that everyone thinks of when they think of your podcast because that's the visual component. You know what I mean? And then seven is start. Do not hold back. Just start. If you want to do it, just go for it. Do all those steps before research. Decide what you're talking about, where you're going to upload, get your equipment and just go do it honestly because there's no waiting for things to be perfect and I waited for so long and I I wish that I started before because I love it so, so much, but I'm so happy that I just started. 
and that I have rode, ridden the waves because sometimes there's weeks where I have so many lessons and other weeks there's ones where I have none. And I think that is just the way it goes. But at the end of the day, I am always proud of what I've put out and that what's out there. And I always have that one person who comes to me and says, Grace, I felt that same way, blah, 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 blah. Not that you're saying blah, 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 but like you're saying something that is connecting that relationship. And that was my goal at the beginning of this all was creating conversation and connection or creating connection through conversation and these relationships with people who feel like they are alone. So Honestly, it has been a high and low journey. There are weeks where I have been very frustrated with the process and everything, and it's been really hard for me to like just do it. But as soon as I sit down and I start recording and I begin the process again, I am so energized. I feel so fabulous. Like just now I'm like, I love doing this. And I think that's the one hard thing is that I only do it once a week, well, twice a week, but I typically record on one day or Sunday reset doesn't take that long. But like, I feel like getting into the routine again can be difficult where if I was recording every single day, it would be different. But I I do not have the time to record every single day, maybe one day. But um, yeah, so my biggest thing for you is just if you want to do, if you want to start a podcast, just start it, just do it. And don't be fearful of judgment or others because I think podcasting is one of the safest space for feedback, like not most negative feedbackers aren't going to come at you. Um, and it's really fun to grow your social footprint. And then number eight, which connects to my, some weeks I have so many views and some weeks I don't have very many, promote it on socials. If you do not promote your podcast, you can create all the amazing quality content possible. But if you do not promote your podcast and utilize your social media accounts, you will not get any views because podcasting is this very unique thing where you can't really like you can grow in the charts, but like the charts are, I don't even know how to get to the chart. I don't even check the charts, but like, I don't know how the charts work, but that is a way that you can grow. But like, I don't, I, I think you need a lot more views to get there or whatever. So I'm not even sure, but the best way to grow your channel is to, or to grow your podcast is to just get it out there and get people to see it and notice it and want to listen to it. And so Instagram and TikTok and all of your social platforms, Facebook, whatever, LinkedIn, those are amazing places because you can make the quality content, but you need to get it to the people. You need to feed the people, right? And so networking also is such an important, impactful thing. I spent the first year of my podcast not talking to anyone in person about the fact that I host a podcast. I don't know why. I was worried. I was scared. I didn't know what to say. And then my second year of podcasting now, I tell everyone that I host a podcast and I talk to anyone I can and I create connections. When I started my new job, I was in all of my inter or um, in all of my like get to know you things. My fun fact was I host a podcast like and that just is opening up connection. That's 20 people that I have now talked to. Like, for example, I don't know how many people I've talked to, but there's 20 people that I've now talked to about this podcast that I wouldn't have before. They wouldn't have even known about it. And the best way to grow is getting reviews, um, having people leave reviews. But I think there's one better than that. And it's people sharing and recommending your podcast. What you need is to gain those viewers and gain, or gain those listeners and have their like-minded friends 
also want to listen. You know what I mean? So the more you can network, the more you can promote yourself on social, the more you can create these connections, these conversations. And if you meet like-minded people with you at the grocery store, at the whatever, just drop it in. Like, don't be afraid. I still myself, sometimes I get nervous. Like, I don't know why, but sometimes it's like nerve wracking to say something because you don't know how someone's going to react or what their questions are going to be. I don't even know. I love talking about the podcast. So I, I, I'm better than I was before, but just get out there and tell everyone and don't be afraid. And another thing when it comes to promoting is I used to always think like, oh, I'm bombarding my socials. Like people are going to be so annoyed, but like not everyone sees every single post. If they're annoyed, they can just mute you uh, or ignore you, whatever. But like a lot of the times, not everyone sees every single post. The more you share, the more views you get or the listens you get. And it is so true. Okay. Because the second I started actually promoting my podcast, I went from 20 listens a week to like 250 listens a week. So you just need to start getting the word out there and it will get bigger and bigger and bigger the more and more people talk about it. And it's easier to grow the more you, the more you have, you know what I mean? Like it's easier to multiply. Like one plus one is two but 20 plus 20 is 40. Like, does that make sense? <laughs> Anyways, it's easier to multiply the bigger you are. So don't be afraid. Just start doing it and preach about it. Talk to everyone you know. Be proud of your work and share because you can create quality content, but nobody's coming looking for it until you're out there telling people, I have made this and I want you to listen. <laughs> okay. So be proud of yourself. And if you're starting a podcast or if you've found any useful information from this, please let me know. Please, please, please. I would love, I would love, love, love to listen to your podcast. I would love to um, share your podcast. I would love to be a part of that podcasting starting journey for you because it has been such an impactful journey for me. And we are celebrating 101 episodes today. I just can't believe that. 101 episodes. That is really something truly to be proud of. And I am so proud and I love being part of this community. So thank you so much, so, so much for listening. And I mean, we're at 45 minutes now. Should we do a quick entertainment recap? Because I did watch an amazing show I want to share. So let's hop in to our roses, thorns, and buds and our entertainment recap. Okay. My rose this week was getting to 100 episodes. I didn't even realize I was going to be at 100 episodes this week, but I got an email from Buzzsprout. That's another advantage of Buzzsprout is they send all you these congratulation emails at Milestones. It was like your 100th episode. And I was like, what the heck? My 100th? Oh, I just ate the microphone, literally just chomped on it. Ow, my teeth. My 100th episode? That is so incredible. So that's my rose. And then I guess also being at the wedding or being with family and everything like that. Okay. My thorn was um, sitting in the hot, hot sun this weekend. It just sucked the living life out of me and I could not stop drinking water. I just needed to hydrate. And I was like, I had no personality. Like the personality got sucked out of me. You know what I mean? When it's like so hot, all you can do is just like turn inwards and focus on breathing and being alive. Anyways, that was my thorn. And my bud is going to the winery tomorrow. I can't wait. I'm so excited. And this is um, one of my second like invite events uh, in like my influencer journey and social media journey. So I'm so excited. It's going to be so fun. And I haven't been to a winery in um, a while. I'm trying to think of the last winery I was at. 
honestly can. I think it's my first one of the season. So, so exciting. Um, okay, let's get into our entertainment recap. Entertainment recap. Entertainment recap. Okay, so I watched the show Normal People, which is a book, which I had this big debate. I was like, should I read the book? Should I watch the show? Should I read the book? Should I watch the show? Show? But fun fact is we canceled our Prime subscription like a while ago because we're trying not to like promote, not promote, but like support Amazon. But anyways, that's like a side story. Uh, We have a month trial for free because I don't know why we got it, but I'm just trying to like get through all the content now because I'm like, oh, it's all on there. I need it. Um, And my father-in-law and sister-in-law said that they watched Normal People and that they didn't give it that great of a review. They were like, oh, it was okay. And I, I don't know, like for some reason I just was like, okay, I got to watch it. So I watched it. I watched it in one day, guys. I just spent all day yesterday watching it. Well, I watched it a bit at night nap time and then I watched, I stayed up till like midnight watching it last night and I am absolutely obsessed with it. And it was an emotional roller coaster and it felt so real and raw and beautiful and I loved every single moment of it like seriously it made me frustrated and angry and happy and sad and terrified and uncomfortable and upset oh it was all it was so good and so now I need to read the book but I'm gonna wait a bit because I want to like kind of forget about the show but I don't think I ever will and then I'll read the book and the fact that I love the show that much just I think I'm gonna be a wreck during the book an absolute wreck so that was normal people on prime i 100 percent recommend it especially if you are a young adult or 30 year old maybe i don't know but definitely in your 20s and you have just it's, it's about your first love oh it is so beautiful and it's not corny at all in the sense that it's just so real i loved it Um, But yeah, so that was my entertainment recap that I had to share. So normal people on Amazon, I totally, totally, totally recommend it. Um, And other than that, I didn't watch anything. (laughs) Um, So that is that. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being here. Happy 101 to all of us. I'm so happy that you're along for the ride and I can't wait for what the future holds to bring. And this is the best place ever. Have an amazing week and I'll be back on Sunday for Sunday Reset. Bye, cuties.